Hi guys and welcome back to The One Hope as we hear from parents to parents about what it looks like to hold on to the one hope of Jesus in the home. I'm joined here today with Andrew. So great to have you. How are you going? Good. Thank you, Amelia. Thanks for having me. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, we're so excited to hear from you um, today. Can you share with us a little bit just to help us understand who is in your family? My family consists of me and my wife, Susan. Yeah. And... Jesse, who is eight years old, and Chanel is 10 years old. So oh, there's four awesome. of us. Yeah, yeah, and your kids are such a joy. We love having them here yes, at Hope Kids. Um, what's it been looking like for you during this time, uh, during COVID? Oh, it's been really challenging, as it has for everyone. Mm. Um, when it first came, my wife was actually overseas. So oh, wow. Susan's from Uganda. Mm. And um, so she'd gone there to visit family and to, to catch up with uh, a lot of things over there but um, mm. then I was starting to contact her and tell her that the borders were closing. Wow. Yeah so it, it got a bit stressful actually it was quite amazing she actually brought her flight forward um, a good oh, a couple of weeks from memory mm. and then the night she flew out the country closed the borders at midnight wow. because they had their first case of COVID. So she got out of the country on the last flight and their borders are, are still closed now. Mm. So, so that was um, oh, amazing that God brought her yeah. home. Exactly. I mean, yeah, she does so much at home in terms of caring for the kids and the food mm. and everything. So it would be, boy, it'd be hard without her. So thank, thank goodness that she got home and praise mm. God for his good timing. So that was a, a really big thing. And then when she came home, of course, she had to do the 14-day quarantine. Wow. And was she able to do that at your house or what did that yes. look like for you guys? Yeah. So what happened... Um, me, me and the children, we packed up and moved to, to my parents' home, the children's mm -hmm. grandparents, for those two weeks, just so Susan could have the full self-isolation. It was yeah. before the time. She got back before they had to go to hotels. Yeah. But she was, um, so she was at our house. She felt more comfortable if, yeah. if we moved out for the two weeks. So, so that was a bit unsettling, but it was, it's wonderful to have the grandparents there who um, really support us with yeah. Chanel and Jessie. And, and raising them in the faith and, and caring for us. So that was a, a real blessing and a, mm. a great place to be. But it was all a, quite a bit un upheaval because they were, um, school had stopped. So yeah. all of a sudden, you know, it's a little bit like you're on holidays at home, but then you have to move to the grandparents' house. Yeah. And, you know, you're stepping on people's toes, getting on in the normal routines. Stuck inside. Uh, yes, exactly. And um, you're stuck inside and, and at, you know, at grandparents' house where you normally go and visit and spend some time, but when you're there and the children are touching everything and moving yeah. everything and yeah. um, it can be challenging for everyone. So that, that was yeah, a tough two weeks. So we'd go back every day and visit Susan. Mm. And then um, after just after about Easter time, I think we were able to move back, back home. And then, mm. yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things where you kind of lose track of time of how many weeks mm. you've been at home and, and that sort of thing. And it's a real challenge because your, your normal activities are, aren't there, like coming to church or your the sport you play or your the thing you watch your interests have changed so so it's um yes yeah, it's, it's been um, a bit tedious yeah life all seems to merge into one doesn't it yeah yeah, yeah. and so what's it been like for the the kids during this time it must have been yeah not not only unsettling just because of covid but you know obviously a lot of family change there but you know how's school been at home what's it been like for them yeah, it's been amazing to see how quickly the schools adapted to the, mm. the online learning, like the church. It's, it seems like the, the world was ready for it in that sense. And even Chanel's dancing lessons and singing yeah. lessons are done <laughs> online. Mm. 
Um, so, so that was that was really good adapting. The, the online school was very challenging um, for Jesse. Jesse has autism and he goes to a special school called Yandalora at Norellum, mm. which is a great blessing. It's a, a wonderful thing that you know, a godly country has produced, um, yeah. even though it's not a Christian institution, but it's caring for mm. disabled people. So praise God for that and thank him for Australia for providing that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, so but it was difficult because it's wonderful. Jesse goes there and he gets a one-on-one -on -one almost yeah. and um, lots of tailored activities. All of a sudden they were sending messages for the activities for for me to do with Jesse. Yeah, and, it's um, very hands-on. Yeah, it's very challenging and it gives you much, so much more respect and, and gratefulness for the teachers because I maybe get through one activity and I can see that they've sent all of these activities that they will get through with the children mm. and you realise that um, it's an amazing job that the teachers do. And um, so yeah, it was really challenging in terms of keeping Jesse um, engaged in a task and just monitoring him because because he has autism and ADHD, you know him quite well. Mm. But um, he requires the constant supervision. Mm. So so to to send him off to school is obviously a a, um, a break in a sense. But and so to have him at home all the time was um, a major challenge. But um, you know, he was. We got into our routines, and and um, just by God's grace, really, we, we survived. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And he's back at school now. Is this right? That's right. Yeah, because they have the smaller classes there, so they were able to get back into school quicker with their social distancing. They have less children per classroom, yeah. and uh, they're very flexible. You can attend some days a week, as much or as little as you you like. Yeah, but Jesse enjoys going to school, and it works for us. So he's. He's back into it. Yeah, it's great. And what about Chanel? She's a bit older. What year is she in again? She's Chanel is year five now. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she's um, quite independent. Chanel, and probably it's a, a little bit because of we've had so much focus on Jessie's needs, but she's, I think she had a lot of focus before Jessie was born, but I think, and she's um, quite intelligent and so she's quite independent, mm. which is good in many ways. Um, so she's able to, she could, We'll be watching Hope Online Church, and she can um, t watch the Hope yeah, Kids TV on the iPad all by herself. And she's very independent like that. And she'll even bring Jesse along to watch it. Oh, so she's wonderful. she's really good for Jesse. But um, with her homeschooling, like she's been able to manage that herself. I feel a little bit out of the loop because she's very tech. -savvy. She's able to do it herself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm not sure if she's doing everything or she's kept up to. Yeah to the work or how the education is quite going but um, shout out to Mr Deploy I'm sure he does a wonderful yeah, thanks, job. Yeah thanks Mr Deploy we <laughs> so, love you one of our teachers from church yeah. actually teaches Chanel that's, that's great right. isn't it. So very very confident that Chanel's doing the right things and learning but so she's been a pleasure and she really um, is quite independent so we've got children one at yeah. needs the 100% supervision and one that hardly needs any which was a challenge in itself to stay in touch with her and also yeah. to monitor what she's doing online because she plays games and and does videos and, and mm. all sorts of things so you have to ask her what what's what she's doing and keep that rapport and trust trust going and, and so it's important that um, you you do take the effort and, and the time during it doesn't have to be big chunks of time but you consciously make that effort to connect with them yeah and uh, if they're particularly independent like Chanel and um, so yeah, so one thing like when we do drive to school, when mm. I do drop her off at school, we, I like to re repeat some verses daily, and um, and so they're the same five to ten scriptures every day, 
but they just um, the repetition of them helps. It helps me for starters. Yeah. Um, I guess as you grow older, you realise that once you've heard, if you've heard something once, it doesn't mean you've got it. Yeah, that's it, so true. We're human beings, and we're constantly um, we need to t attend church every week. So, so we re repeat some verses every day, mm. and um, we try to pray at night. Uh, we like to do the Lord's prayer, and and something that um, starts us off, and and the kids like to thank God and pray for their hopes and dreams and and um, that sort of thing and like to read a good a, a children's Bible story type thing regularly and, and the resources that come from hope and, and things and whatever you can um, bring their attention to to the, the Bible and, and good news and, and I think Chanel's been really blessed by the consistency of coming to Hope Church and and building her faith and it's really who she is so I have a lot of confidence even though she's very independent the things she's doing and and the natural responses she gives me is is very encouraging yeah that's awesome it's kind of heard that yeah like as they've been doing school at home and going back to school yeah you you do as a parent have to take really different approaches for both of your children um, but also you know in their faith as well that it's really important to consider for both of the children how you build them in their faith and you were sharing with me earlier as well that um, as you go about doing these things you're really trying to build them in their faith journey is this right mm. yeah absolutely because um, I understand that it, our journey in Christianity mm. is really a faith thing that Abraham was the father of the faith that says so we are the seed of Abraham and and um, so it's up to us to live by faith, and it's very it's it's a it's a personal thing, and it's a it's a um, community thing as well. But um, it's important for the children to develop their own faith, that um, their own faith in God, who is invisible, because mm. we we can see each other, we can see our sports stars, our singing stars, our pop stars, and our politicians and the leaders, who are all great. Mm. Um, but we, we tend to be conditioned to, we believe them because we can see them, we know their achievements and things like that. But God is God doesn't reveal himself to us quite like that, although he has come in the form of yeah. Jesus. And the image of the invisible God we see Yes, in Jesus. he has yeah, actually come great. to earth. And so it's the faith, because Jesus isn't here physically anymore, but, mm. but the fresh look, as I was telling you, is, is a wonderful thing for people to do because it, it really drives home that understanding that Jesus was a real person mm. historically on earth and he and um, and it's your faith to believe that he is who he says he was and so so um, it's very important to 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 not sugarcoat it like that that it is a faith but it's a firm faith mm. in um, in the Bible in the fact that Jesus came and that he died and he rose again yes, and that right. all those people around him, lived and died by that and so we can have a real confidence in that so it's it's really sharing that with the kids not not telling the kids that i know everything mm. and um i can give them 100 percent guarantees but that they can definitely put their faith in in god who can see them through mm. their own journeys yeah yeah mm. that's great and we you know we're people who who live by faith um you know in a living yeah. savior who who reigns uh, now and forever and we do have this great hope in yes. him don't we Amen. and, and um, yeah as, as you raise your kids it sounds like you know as you want to build that faith it's not just something that happens once you don't just flick on HKTV once or open the Bible once or mm. you know even uh, share a scripture you know that you've memorized with them once but 
it's actually a journey that goes on and on. It is. It's like soul food, isn't it? Yeah. You don't, you don't eat once for a week and then and then not eat again. You, it's good to eat every day unless you're fasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good thing to do. But but um, you know we don't read the Bible um, once and think we understand it or or talk to God once. I, yeah, I like to pray. Prayer is, and I think your relationship with with um, your own relationship with God is probably the key as well mm -hmm. into sharing it with your children so it's not just um, telling your children about it you've got to have your own um, relationship and that means talking to God and yeah. praying on a regular basis as well and 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 really making the faith real to yourself and therefore that will come out naturally mm. to your kids and and um, it will come genuine and and they'll pick it up more than learn it sort of thing from you so they'll, they'll they'll take it from you um, it'll become natural and part of who they are so if you can concentrate on your own faith I really believe that has a natural effect on them rather than mm -hmm. trying to force them to do certain things yeah. which you do need to mold and, and discipline and mm -hmm. and t teach them for sure but um, as much as you can be living it yourself mm -hmm. they will catch it yeah mm -hmm. so it becomes less about this kind of structured you must do this so that you are a good Christian or, yeah. or right with God, but actually that, you know, as people say by Jesus, we, we live by faith. And yes. so actually, you know, the expressing of our faith is coming to God, meeting him in, in his word and in prayer and, yes. and living lives for him. Um, Absolutely. It's about, because God so loved the world that he gave his only mm -hmm. begotten son. And then when we can fully understand that, then we can live out of that love. Mm -hmm. And that love is really what, what um, touches people, doesn't it? The, mm. the heaven has been poured out to us through Jesus and that love, if we can understand that love, we can pour it out to others mm. and people, um, you don't need to strangle it down them. It just becomes and they can live naturally out of that. And I think um, something that helped me with that is my own parents. Mm. Um, they definitely live the faith and, and raise me in the faith. So it's natural. It, it, it is a bit second nature to me and I often, um, praise God and thank him for the blessing of that and I can't imagine um, where I would be in the faith without that and that's a, a bit of a, a sobering thought really it's a, and I want to encourage parents who probably didn't have parents who raised them in the faith but have come to faith um, it's, it's so important what you're doing to to show the faith to your children because it will bless them for the rest of their lives. And Amelia and I were discussing, that's actually the most important thing that you can do for your children because it's, it's actually an eternal thing. So it's not a, something that's just gonna help them in the life here and now, but it's an everlasting asset and benefit to the children. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Andrew. Um, I wonder, just to kind of finish off, do you have any practical tips for us before we hear yeah, your one piece of wisdom? But obviously for um, both of your kids, raising them um, in the faith looks really different. Mm. What are some of the things that you do with each one of them to help build them in their faith? Yeah, very true. Yeah, Chanel and Jesse are very different mm. um, communication-wise, intellectually. So Jesse, he loves songs mm. and um, he'll repeat songs. So, so we play a lot of songs in the car. We have, um, like you have your Colin Buchanan, and what's yeah. the other guy, Josh? 
Um, he's really good. Yeah. CD. I recommend that guy, Josh. Yeah. Groscom, was it? Yeah, yeah. Groscom. Yeah. Uh, Groscom. Yeah, Groscom. that's it. That's Shout out to you, Josh. Oh, yeah, it's really great. I love actually, it. I actually love it. It's actually <laughs> only been released this year. He's a yes. he's a kids minister um, in Sydney and um, has just really packed some incredible truths, particularly around I guess counting the cost of being on God's team and Jesus and, team. Yeah, and yeah. Jesus team and following Him. Um, that's in our HKTV um, Spotify and you know some of these songs are so good like so you know good. they speak god's word to us but it was so you know um pastorally mm. care for us and mm. and shape us and so yeah even for the parents yeah I, I sometimes listen to it just for myself because of the the clear message that mm. that comes through to it so yes jesse loves love songs and and the repetition of mm. of things he'll, he'll start saying things whereas chanel she'll have some really tricky questions and um you need to to um maybe show her some evidence like you might want to google something and you have to prove something to someone who's got more questions or not as easily accepting just on what you say yeah. you sometimes have to to show by example it's a skill of communication to bring up an example either in your life or a famous person's life of why the values of christianity apply to you and why they're of benefit to you and, and why you should embrace it and mm. accept it not fight it but um in in time you'll get the benefit of it yeah that's great and i think that's something you know as christians we want to do in all spheres of life is be able to articulate how our life and the gospel or how the gospel has shaped and intertwines with our life um and actually you know share parts of that and you know that's something that we ought to do with our kids right you know mm. uh, as you talk about the ways that god has changed you um, actually sharing that with your kids and Absolutely. helping them to understand yeah yeah, bringing it to the to the real life and showing them that it's um it's one and the same, isn't it? Mm. It's um Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the the hope of the world, and and um, his his principles and um, what he said works a hundred percent in our lives. Yeah, that's right. It's mm. the best way. Um, for us to live and yeah this has been so encouraging to hear um, yeah the way that you're raising your kids with um, the hope of Jesus do you have one piece of wisdom that you'd like to leave us with um, according to the one hope that we have in Jesus one piece of wisdom don't force it I would think um, you know you can't you don't grow a, a, a tree in one day mm. Rome wasn't built in a day and um, so have patience with your children they'll, they'll they'll do things and say things that that shock you and but you don't need to overreact to that mm. necessarily sometimes you do you have to have your wisdom it's about doing things at the right time but um but sometimes the best thing to do is is just to ignore certain things and um and then as you feel led to you can explain things and and show them a better Thing. So don't be, don't be so on edge with your children. Be relaxed, and um, and then because you won't forget the, the thing that annoyed you, mm. but you'll process it and allow it to come out at a, a more natural process. Because I think if you if you come across as as agitated, then that almost um, increases their resistance mm. to certain things. So so I just say relax and um, and just let let the the, the thing flow at the natural time mm. because if they they feel that there's a pressure coming up against it they're kind of more likely to hold on to it mm. but then if you you just relax it and let them believe or say or do something wrong mm. it's can be counterintuitive mm. 
uh, there's nothing pushing against it and then it, so it almost gets released and then you come back at a more natural time mm. with the advice with the example um, where they're willing to accept it yeah oh that's mm. a great tip and um, I think really beautifully put as well that you know the faith of our kids you know is a tree like you know their faith is something that is growing and it's living and active and you know that's going to be a long-term thing yeah, that you want to nurture it. yeah you want to nurture it water it with god's word build it yes. but also you don't want to agitate it and um you don't want to prune it too much yeah <laughs> yeah this is a bit of a fine yeah. art this parenting for jesus thing it is yeah. yeah 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 well thank you so much for sharing with us today i'd love to pray for you and the and the family if that's okay just to finish well, us off thanks for having me yeah it's great um, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much um, for Jesus, that he came to this earth, that he lived, that he died, and that he really did rise again, and that we have this faith um, because of him. Uh, thank you that faith is a gift to us, and um, Lord, we do pray that, um, yeah, as we continue to raise our kids in the faith, that you would help us to be patient, to persevere, um, and to continue to build um, both in our lives and their lives patterns of coming to God's word and in prayer. Um, Father, we thank you so much for Andrew and for Susan and for their family. Um, Father, we thank you for Jesse and Chanel. Uh, Lord, thank you that you have created them so differently, um, but Father, that you love them so much and that um, you've brought both of them, both of the kids, into a faith with Jesus. We do pray that you would continue to sustain their family um, Yeah, and help yeah, help that balance of, of teaching um, and allowing them to grow um, as well as being persistent in sharing um, the Bible with them so that they might continue on in a faith. Uh, Lord, we know that the most valuable thing uh, that we can ever give our children um, is uh, teaching them Jesus and the gift of faith. Um, and so we pray that um, you would strengthen us as a church to continue on um, to see our young our young people uh, come to know and love Jesus and have real and active living faiths in him. And Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Andrew, on The One Hope. Uh, we hope you guys at home have been really encouraged by this and we really look forward to uh, coming to you next week again to hear about uh, what it looks like to hold on to the one hope of Jesus in the home. Thank you.